Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley, just beat Ohio State Johnson. And I'm Hanny, just beat Ohio... I'm Hannah, just beat Ohio State Hershey. And we're back for another week of your favorite <laughs> Michigan sports podcast. And this week... Want to say it on three? One, two, three. Just, just beat, beat Ohio, Ohio State. State. Why would you say, like, let's do it on three and then just, like, <laughs> lag behind? The, the un- unity of it just kind of freaked me out, like, in the moment. Like, I liked the idea of it, but then once we were saying it together, I was like, never mind, never mind, let's not do she this. Said, abort the mission. I was like, abort, abort. We but wanted- regardless, we both wanted to just beat Ohio State. And I'm pretty sure that's the mentality of a lot of us Michigan fans out there. Um, And maybe, like, other randos um that no. don't like ohio state either no the randos don't like michigan oh well like think? maybe like other randos that I are don't... like okay michigan just beat ohio state you know what i'm saying yeah i'm trying to think of what in what scenario a rando would be like just beat ohio state because i feel like in general michigan fans are the only ones that root for michigan and ohio state's kind of like the cute little baby right now because everyone's so excited that someone besides bama or clemson could win the national championship Whatever. <laughs> but, like, I mean, just beat Ohio State. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Um, we also wanted to briefly remind you guys of Franz Wagner before we get into this. Just take a moment. Michigan got Franz. Aw. And got also, him. like, before we um, preface Ohio State, um, Michigan State basketball just lost to Virginia Tech today, Monday, November 25th. Um, and... So, <laughs> so, if you ever need, like, Michigan something State is to, like, buried. They're over. Cancel that entire basketball program. Well, it's sure. a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. We had such high hopes for them, but they're over. They're canceled. Bye. They I mean, suck I'm in both sure sports. I'm sure they have been canceled for a while, but regardless, um, so for this episode, I know we have, well, we had a Michigan basketball game that we went to. We, like, beat Houston Baptist, like, 111 to, like, 69, I think it was. It was adorable. Um, so we did that this past week. We also beat Indiana, um, was it 39 to 14 mm-hmm. um, this past Saturday, um, which was a lot of concern for that game against Indiana was, like, is it going to be a trap game? And it really wasn't. Um, so we're just going to, like... <laughs> cover like indiana like really quick and then get into like the nitty-gritty of it which is to just beat ohio state um this podcast is primarily about just beating ohio state but in order to move on to the future you first must acknowledge your past am i right oh that's deep thank you um so yeah we're basically taking the mentality that aiden hutchinson presented in um post game against indiana all the players like kind of like convened in the locker room of course after the game was over (laughs) um but instead of like talking about like um this win that they had on the road against a seven and three indiana um indiana was ranked the week before um so like they're a pretty like solid program this year. Um, they're seven and four so now, so like not really terrible, but definitely Indiana has been a notorious trap game. But also we beat them twenty four times in a row. So I don't really know. Isn't that kind of crazy? Give us a run for our money. Um, but yeah, when you basically th- everyone that walked into the locker room was like, yeah, we're talking about Ohio State. We're not really talking about Indiana. Yeah, I like. Also, I'm talking about Ohio State, not Indiana, but to briefly talk about Indiana, because that's what we're about to do for, like, five seconds. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's crazy, because, obviously, Indiana, this is the best Indiana football team that we've seen in a while. Like, they were all doing the hashtag nine-win Indiana, which isn't going to happen, but 
I mean, they can dream big, but it's, I still think it's crazy, even though Indiana's not a good football program, that we've beaten them 24 consecutive years, because, like, if you think about the Michigan program that has existed within those, like, past 24 years. Yeah, people brought up the, like, Brady Hogridge run. Yeah, like, like, neither of them ever fell to Indiana, which is just, I mean, that speaks more to Indiana than to Michigan. I just thought it was kind of interesting. (laughs) Yeah, um, but also, there are, like, some things that, I guess we want to, like, touch on, um, Shea Patterson, our QB, um, (laughs) had another (laughs) um, 300-plus yard, um, game. He had five touchdowns on the game, which was second to Jake Rudock's performance in 2015 against Indiana, where Jake Rudock had six. Um, so I think that earned Shea Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week, um, shared that with J.K. Dobbins, um, Nico Collins had three touchdowns on the game. DBJ had this, like, draft tape-worthy touchdown. If you haven't seen the video of it, um, and Shea, it was a beautiful pass after, like, two overshots, um, but right, right in the hands of DBJ. Who, like, like, he, like, fought for it, though. It was, like, it was beautiful. Like, it was a great throw from Shea. Like, that was honestly one of Shea's best throws, but it was also, like, a great catch on the part. It was really, it was contested, so. Yes, yes. It's not really contested in, like, but, like, he was in coverage, so. Um, but then, of course, um, the highlight of them all was our leading receiver, Ronnie Bell, got his first touchdown of the season. He was the first offensive drive, I'm pretty sure, for Michigan. Um, resulted in this touchdown. I was really excited about it. Hannah and I were freaking out about it. Um, we love Ronnie Bell out here, and, um, Yeah. We, we are a Ronnie Bell podcast, I think, at this point, and I think every other Michigan football podcast out there is a Nico Collins podcast, and I would say we're like, I mean, we're like a Ronnie Bell and a DPJ, we're, we're a Michigan we receiver podcast. Like, yeah, we really but, enjoy the Michigan receivers. <laughs> but um, I don't, they've been on it the last few games, and I really love seeing like an opened up offense like this, and like really like, we're kind of like heavily like emphasizing our receivers right now i know we've been asking for it but like if you look at it like in terms of our yardage like offensively um the majority of our yards are coming from passing now instead of rushing which like we can do both i think is the good thing and we just we're able to adapt to the different defenses we play which is really really crucial i don't think i've had it like seen a michigan team that's able to do that in a long time and not only is able but willing you know, you have to be um, willing, able, and ready. That is something that I learned in my sociology class about something completely different from football. But you have <laughs> That's to, great, Hannah. You have to be um, willing, able, and ready to... <laughs> I don't oh, know no, where I'm going with right, this. To emphasize this. the pass or the run, which they have been doing. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll get into that against Ohio State, but it's going to be nice to have the dual threat there against Ohio State. I don't even know if we, like, cracked 100 yards in rushing the last two games i mean i feel like i I haven't seen zach charbonnet or hassan haskins in years yeah the last like two games um referring to msu and indiana we haven't cracked 100 yards rushing um but we've had over like 400 yards total on an offense and like the majority of that is from our passing game which is like crazy because this is a michigan offense and like those two things like don't go hand in hand um at least like if you refer to the beginning of the season, that's how it seemed. And just, like, in 2018 as well. Um, we wanted this so badly, too. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, sit in this and, like, bask in it and marinate in it. 
Um, That's cool. <laughs> for like a minute before Chase Young like tears it all apart because we've been begging for this for so long. Really, we have the most talented receivers in the country. We were so excited going into the season to utilize our receivers. Finally, we didn't utilize them. We tried to utilize them, and then it, it was just being thrown all over the place, not to the receivers. And then finally, finally, we're at a point where we are like Shea had two 300 plus yard games in a row and he hadn't had any of those in his Michigan career in the past two years so I don't know. He also had two games with over with four plus touchdowns. That's Uh, he's the first quarterback at Michigan to do that I'm pretty sure that's what I read somewhere could be wrong but that sounds right. No Um, that does sound right because we've seen so much handing it off to Karan Higdon before. Um, Yeah passing touchdowns. Um so the only things that I had which can kind of, like, lead into the Ohio State thing, is, like, the only concerns that I really had against Indiana was the initial slowness. And I know, like, Michigan teams that at least I've seen, um, we're, we're a little, like, slow to, like, start before, like, we're firing on all cylinders. And, like, I thought the defense was a little slow out of the gates. And I had to, like, remind myself of that because, like, Indiana put together a, like, nice drive down the field, scored on their first um, offensive opening possession. So, like... I was a little iffy about that, and I was like, guys, we really gotta, like, hunker down if we're gonna, like, we can't let Ohio do this, mm-hmm. is what, like, what essentially I was saying. Um, but then, like, once uh, we put up two offensive scores to tie it 14-14, like, Indiana didn't see the end zone or a field goal for, like, the rest of the game. Um, so, um, yeah, with that, we have Ohio State this week. <laughs> we sure do. Um, so... I mean, to provide a little context for those of you who don't know, I have a little screenshot here because Harley was born in 96. I was born in 98. I have a list of the games that have been played between Michigan and Ohio State, which I will firmly stand by. This is the best rivalry in college football. I don't think there's even a close second. No. Um, and even when we're terrible. Yeah, it's no. Still good. Even when we're ter- terrible because the. Well, I won't say the games are always good. It's always a, a heated rivalry. That's very but true. In Harley's lifetime, Michigan has beaten Ohio State six times. In my lifetime, we have beaten Ohio State four times. The most recent time that we beat Ohio State was 2011. That means that, obviously, if you have consumed We were any- in high school. Yes, right? I was in eighth grade. I was in high school. Yeah. Um, I couldn't drive yet, to put that in perspective. Jim Harbaugh's first year at Michigan was 2015, so, I mean, everyone knows this, but Jim Harbaugh has not yet beaten Ohio State. I do, though, also, to provide some more context, think it's important to remember that it hasn't been every year that Ohio State has completely dominated against Michigan. I mean, well, specifically, 2016 was really a coin toss. Yeah, never mind. I don't want to get into that anymore. Um, But (laughs) this year, Ohio State is... By and large, by most people's opinions, looks like the best team in the country. Obviously, they still have to prove themselves. They haven't had the toughest schedule in the world, but neither have neither has LSU. Neither has Clemson. Definitely hasn't. No. Like, <laughs> um, George. Like I don't. I don't know whoever else you put up there. Like they, Ohio State. If you just look at it from the outside, looks like the best team in the country. They have looked unbeatable the majority of the season. They looked like untouchable they it you couldn't point to a weakness mm-hmm. this past week maybe they showed a little bit of just a little bit of vulnerability they didn't even come close to like looking bad they looked like they were beatable if a really really good team played them before they looked unhuman like no you couldn't put together a robot team that could beat them now they look like there could be someone out there who could beat them but that someone is probably LSU. <laughs> like, it's probably not number 10 in the country, Michigan. Although Michigan is number 10 in the country, that's good. 
that's probably not good enough to beat Ohio State. And I don't know anyone who's picking Michigan over Ohio State except for biased Michigan fans. <laughs> um, I have to agree. Like, this Ohio State team, at least, like, since I've seen them play um, in the beginning of the season, like, there didn't seem, like, anything that could, like, stop them in any capacity. I thought, like, at least Wisconsin would have given them a run for their money, but they blew them out at home. Um, I thought Penn State would at least give them the game, and they did. They put in some effort, but, like, at the end of the day, like, they, Ohio State just, like, held on and outplayed them even after making, like, mistakes and other things. Like, Ohio State was still the better team in that matchup. Um, but as a lot of people have pointed out, and if you, like, don't know that already, is that Ohio State hasn't been contested on the road. Mm-hmm. And and I think, I th- well, just playing the big house one is um, difficult. We have a really solid record at home. Um, but that's, like, regardless of Ohio State, Jim Harbaugh has not beat him at home, and he's not beat him away. That makes sense. Because uh, we've never beat him under Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> But I'm or just, on a neutral site, which we haven't played on. But um, but like that plays a role, just like in the environment, and this is a rivalry game, um, of course. So that factor always comes into like this kind of thing. And I personally think that we're a better team than Penn State. Um, I don't. I think if we played them again, Penn State specifically, we would beat them by at least two scores. I think if even if we played Wisconsin again, I think we could have beat them this time around. Just the way that we've been playing since halftime Penn State. Um, and it it will be very interesting to see on Saturday. I am going in with very low expectations. I know probably post-Wisconsin and just seeing how dominant Ohio was, I didn't think we would post a point um, against Ohio State. I think we'll at least score a few times. That'll be cool. Um, but I don't... If I remove, like, my heart from it, I don't think Michigan will win. Um, but there's just always that, like, gremlin piece of you <laughs> that's like, maybe this is the year. Like, I have yeah. been waiting for so... The law of averages, you know what I'm saying? Like, eventually someone's got to give and one of these Michigan teams has to overcome this hurdle. And... In all honesty, since we're not playing for anything, it's now or never. Like, this is mm-hmm. the end all be all. And I know that, like, to put it in perspective, like, this was the whole thing for, like, MSU. Like, us playing Michigan State was Michigan State's, like, was Super Big Bowl. Ten championship, college football playoff, national title game. Like, this was the game for them. And we absolutely dominated them. They have... Sure, they're gonna go to some like wimpy bowl game because they beat Rutgers. Woohoo! But this for Michigan is this game. Like this mm-hmm. game, we have nothing to play for. We don't have to play for the Big Ten championship. Ohio State already locked that in last week. We don't have to play for the college football playoff because there's no way we're cracking the top four. We're not gonna play for the national title because we're not cracking in the top four. So this, if there's ever a chance to like overcome Ohio State, like this you have to play your get your best game like this is your big 10 championship game if i had to say so and like whatever cards you haven't shown yet it's time <laughs> it really is so michigan is fa- or michigan is not favored <laughs> ohio state is favored by nine and a half points which isn't a huge spread but i i think it makes sense and i do think Most so probably been more than two scores 
yeah all season so yeah yeah exactly um and like you were saying ohio state has to so ohio state is currently in the top four for the college football playoffs they are pretty much yes they are two so they're pretty much uh, um like sharpied in to be in the playoffs there are very few scenarios that could happen that would keep them out of the playoffs Mm -hmm. so at this point they're they still have at least two more significant games on their schedule after Michigan. Michigan has nothing else to play for. Michigan mm-hmm. is playing as a playoff spoiler for Ohio State. I don't know if them beating Ohio State would spoil their playoff chances. We can get into that later. But this is the only thing. Well, I mean, even in anno- annoying, ignoring if Michigan can spoil Ohio State's playoff chances, they're playing to beat Ohio State, which is something they have wanted so badly. Mm-hmm. And you talked a little bit about, like, taking your heart out of it and looking at it objectively, and I do think if you look at it objectively, there's no way Michigan can beat Ohio State. As a third party, you look at Ohio State and you say the only team that has a chance at beating them is LSU or maybe Clemson. But I can't take my heart out of it because I've been in this rivalry my whole life, not as a player, just as someone who sits on my couch and watches the TV. Mm-hmm. But... this rivalry like all rivalries there's like some there's more to it than who's the better team you Mm -hmm. saw that last year when michigan Mm -hmm. looked like the better team over ohio state the entire season you go into that game michigan was ranked four ohio state was ranked 10 i remember talking to my mom before that game and being like i don't know what's gonna happen because it's ohio state but michigan is the better team and unless something weird happens michigan should win we've seen no reason to believe that michigan shouldn't beat ohio state and Ohio State steamrolled Michigan. They It was the worst loss Michigan's had in, like, forever. <laughs> like, besides that Wisconsin game, it was probably the worst loss Michigan's had under the Harbaugh era. So, and to Ohio State in the past, like, oh yeah, 20-something years that we've been alive. It was so like, embarrassing. Like, they're all so close. Yeah, exactly. It was so embarrassing. And that year steamrolled. was the first... It's like a really bad basketball score. Right. It like, literally was. And that was the first year in forever that Michigan looked like they should win that game. So I'm not saying that the opposite will happen this week, but I'm just saying you can't really look at this rivalry as an objective third party because anything can happen in rivalry games. I'm not saying I think Michigan will win. I refuse to get my hopes up whatsoever but I am saying that these teams get in each other's heads and when when you're in your head weird stuff happens like that's why I do think it's going to come down to a mental game so much on like for both teams because if Ohio State's playing at its best and Michigan's playing at its best Ohio State is the better team like I don't think there's any denying that Mm -hmm. but I don't know if either of these teams are going to be like playing their best like they're gonna be making weird mistakes they're gonna be in their heads they're gonna be nervous they're gonna be hyped up it's a rivalry game you're not gonna necessarily see the same team you've seen all season and if you do like I'm sorry Ohio State's a team of robots like I don't know what else we could have (laughs) possibly done because we know Michigan at least of Michigan past like gets nervous and plays weird during rivalry games so I don't know what to expect um oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, specifically, like, thinking about, like, last year, um, in terms of being, um, basically in Ohio State's shoes, like, we were sitting, not really, like, comfortable, but, like, at four, um, we had our sights, honestly, like, yeah, we had to get past Ohio State, because that's, like, literally, like, it doesn't matter, like, what, like, trajectory, like, we're going towards, at least in the past, like, eight, nine years since, like, we haven't. Mm-hmm. beat ohio um but the trajectory is like always at the end of the year to beat your rival like that's just like regardless of like whether you're playing for the big 10 championship or you're playing for like a national title like at least like in this rivalry between michigan and ohio state like you're playing for this game like every season um but 
we had our like sights on like other things as well uh at least like I personally did I was like okay like we're the better team like Hannah said last year we were the better team like all season and I I legit like remember having my sights set on buying a ticket to the college football playoff oh yeah I was we were both going to we were gonna like stay at your uncle's friend's house and like we had that all planned out um we were so stupid. I was like, I don't want any Christmas presents. I want to go to the college football playoff in the in the final four. Exactly. So like that that's what I was saying. Like we like even us like had our sights on something bigger. We saw the like Big Ten championship. I was like, okay, can't wait to go to go to Indianapolis. Like I was I like, can't I'm wait to go to Texas <laughs> to like go to college football playoff. Like I saw that and I wasn't even a player. Um and Ohio State came in and like took the rug out right underneath us and like none of that happened um obviously like we didn't go to indianapolis we didn't go to texas we didn't go to where was it like atlanta i don't remember where it was the um national title game like we we they did it they came in and destroyed all of that um and in the most like heartbreaking way possible like it was so embarrassing it was awful it wasn't uh, the michigan team that we had that we saw all season um, but, like, now, like, in a weird way, like, we have, like, we have that chance to be that guy, you know? I don't think we will come out and score 60, post up 62 against Ohio State. That's not gonna happen. Um, but this is, like, our chance to, like, make a move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ohio State, like, sure, like, the Big Ten Championship game is, like, a breeze and probably already a lock for them because... Who are they going to play? Like, a toss-up between Wisconsin or Minnesota? Whatever. They already beat Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure they can beat Minnesota. Like, no offense. Big Ten West. Terrible. Um, So, like, maybe their next move that they could possibly think about. And, like, concern, like the players like who concern themselves with, like, injuries. And, like, I don't know. Like, those kind of things. Like, considering, like, their draft stock. Like, all that. Uh, they're thinking, like, ahead of that. Um... I don't know who they personally will play. Like, who's three? I don't know. Clemson? Sure, you can concern yourself with that. But in the grand scheme of themes, like, I think Ohio State has a better, like, grasp um, on being like, no. Like, they hate us so much, and, like, we Mm -hmm. hate them. Yes, probably just as much. But there's just something about how Ohio State hates Michigan where, like, that stuff, like, wouldn't even, like, come into play. Like, I'm pretty sure, like... It's in the back of their minds. Like, yeah, I'm going to the college football playoff. But, like, there's no, like, reason for them to be, like, I'm thinking about this already because they're going to be concerning themselves with us, like, wholeheartedly. So, like, there's, like, a little bit of, like, both. Like, we have that chance to be that guy that Ohio State was to us. But also Ohio State has, like, a really firm grasp on, like, being, like, no. Like, this game could still be our end-all be-all for the season. Like, they, they probably don't even care. They love how they have beat us for, ev- like, the last, like, eight years. They love that. They love that so much. And, like, I think we're... Cause, and all they know is that we have to come over this, like, barricade. And they're like, no. They're, like, standing on top and they're just smacking us down every single time. And they love that. They love it so, so much. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I don't know if you, like, you feel the same way, yeah. but, like... They just have something on us, like, always. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I don't know anymore. That's what you're, what you're saying, though, is that, like, they they 
have something else to play for. So that is going to be in the back of their mind that they could be next week or the week after the game, they're going to be playing in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. We already know that. They already know that they have, they have things to prepare for. But at the same time, just like before this season, you talk to any Michigan fan in the country, you say, would you rather make it to the college football playoffs or would you rather beat Ohio state? Every single Michigan fan Mm -hmm. is going to say beat Ohio state. I don't know if the same goes for Columbus. I don't know if Ohio state fans want to beat Michigan that badly. Maybe they would rather make the college football playoffs because it's something somewhat new. I mean, they did it a couple of years ago, but, like I I just don't know um but I do think there are probably a good portion of Ohio State fans who are like I don't care if like I mean it would be great to make the college football playoffs but if it comes down to beating Michigan or making which doesn't even come into play here because if they beat Michigan they are making the playoffs but like mm-hmm. in terms of what's on their mind like injuries or preparing for the next game or saving some stuff so that the other teams don't have tape on them it's all going to come down to Michigan like beating Michigan is their top priority right now they're going to leave it all on the field Mm -hmm. another thing to think about is just how we as fans were humiliated last year in Columbus you got to think of those players and they were way more humiliated than we are like if you think about like and they're thinking about this just as much as we are they want more than we want to go into the big house this weekend and embarrass ohio state and those very same players who embarrassed them last year Mm -hmm. so that is going to play into it at the same time i don't know if they're capable but something to Mm -hmm. think about is that michigan is ranked 10 in the country which is i mean obviously that's the top 10 it's like literally 10 (laughs) but um the reason they're not ranked higher this is super obvious so bear with me for a second Mm -hmm. is because they lost to wisconsin and they lost to penn state but i don't think what like the national narrative always includes is that michigan is the most improved team in the country one thousand percent so if if rankings somehow just went off how you've played the last couple weeks i don't know where michigan would be but i think they would be a lot closer to ohio state and specifically quarterback play if you look at shea patterson he is I mean, you said he was co-Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week this Mm -hmm. past week. The last two weeks, I'm pretty sure. He, I mean, and Justin Fields, like, Justin Fields hasn't had to play a big game yet at Ohio State. I mean, I mean, you can call Wisconsin, I guess the reason Wisconsin and Penn State weren't big games is because he played well, but being at the big house in front of 110,000 people is a lot different than playing against Penn State, playing at Wisconsin. Like, he has not been tested that way yet, and we don't know how he'll react. And Shea, obviously... His record in big games isn't great either, so I wouldn't hang my hat on that. But that is something to consider, that this Ohio State team has not really been tested. They've played, what, like, I mean, they've played Wisconsin and Penn State. Those are the hardest teams they've played. Those are the hardest teams we've played, too. And Harley and I both would emphatically say that Michigan, if they could play Wisconsin or Penn State mm-hmm. this upcoming week, we would beat them. Oh, 1,000%. By, by multiple scores. I agree. Um, I... <laughs> There's just... <laughs> There's just so much that, like, I I don't know. Like, I would like to say that, like, having, like, Ohio State, like, finally be tested would, like, I thought that's, like, what Penn State would do. And I think they, like, chipped at Ohio a little bit, like, exposing, like, some of those things. Like, yeah, Ohio didn't, like, post up, like, 40-plus points. Like, they've been doing, like, all season. They only beat uh, Penn State by, what, 11, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like... That was at home. They haven't done anything on the road. And, like, who have they played? I, uh, like, probably, like, loser teams, like, Northwestern and, like... Yeah, they've... Northwestern is, like... It's yeah, the worst. Yeah, they've played Northwestern. They've played Nebraska, right? They've played Cincinnati. Yeah. 
So, oh, remember FAU? Remember that first game of the season where, like, Justin Fields is winning the Heisman? By the way, they played Rutgers on the road, Northwestern on the road, Nebraska on the road, Indiana. In- Indiana had no one at our game, and, like, people thought we could, Indiana, like, Indiana Hoosiers thought they could be <laughs> us, and no one was there. They yeah. had, like, there was no, like, atmosphere, like, playing into that. They played garbage teams on the road that probably didn't even sell out. Rutgers never has anyone there. Northwestern, also, neither. Like, the, if you look no at one. those games, other than Nebraska, all of Ohio State's road games, the stadiums probably had more Ohio State fans than... Oh, 1,000%. Like, Nebraska was probably mostly Nebraska fans, but if you, you go to Rutgers, that's going to be mostly Ohio State fans in that stadium. Northwestern, it's a toss-up. I don't know, but oh, yeah, they definitely traveled. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, traveled. Yeah, yeah. They definitely <laughs> traveled to Northwestern. Um, but I I don't know like how much like that will like influence the game because in years past it really hasn't. Um, and they're just as willing to show up here in our territory and like make a big scene and be all red <laughs> and. I I would like to think that that could play into some things, but I don't, I don't really know. Like, But it will come down to, like, the mental game. Like, I do think that's the, literally the only chance is, like, rivalries. Like, just all those factors that are, like, intangibles. Like, the factor of the rivalry, the factor of the big game, the factor of um, the big house. the fa- Like, all of those factors... Like, the thinking about the playoffs next week, I think those are going to have more of an impact than really anything else that we can discuss, but also, like, that's because we're not coordinators, so we don't know necessarily the X's and O's, but I do think there are a couple things that we can get into. First of all, everybody knows what everybody's talking about. Is it possible to block Chase Young? Chase Young is the best player in college football. He's a Heisman candidate. I don't know if he'll win the Heisman because defensive players never win the Heisman. Unless. Unless... You go to Michigan. Unless you go to Michigan. <laughs> um, I Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins are also Heisman candidates, by yeah, the way. So, like, <laughs> like, they that, have three like, Heisman you, like, contenders. You're like, oh, like, aren't you guys Michigan fans? Why don't you think? And if you don't follow, like, college football, you're like, oh, why don't you think? I'm like, well, Ohio State has three. Yeah. We have players <laughs> contending for the Heisman, along with Joe Burrow, who is a former Ohio State player like technically they justin have, fields they've had four <laughs> but yeah i mean literally um, the only reason justin we fields isn't <laughs> more in the heisman conversation is because chase young is dominating it and they're not going to just invite like four ohio state players to new york but chase young could be the first overall draft pick like this oh, yeah. this ohio He's state stellar. team is one of the best teams that college football has seen in a long time like it's and that's what it's so unfair about it like <laughs> michigan can be good michigan can be so good and still like not have a fighting chance to beat their rival because their rival is the best team in the country like i just hate it it's so unfair like why can't our <laughs> rival just be like they can still be good they can still be a top 10 team but why do they have to be the best team it's not fair i hate it uh, okay, anyway, how do we block Chase Young? Um, I, um, people were talking about it against Penn State, um, and I guess you can either use it to your advantage or use, or not to, but I personally think you should always have two guys on Chase Young at all times. I don't know, like, what offensive lineman or, like, what tackle is, like, in charge of being on Chase Young for this game. I don't know hmm. which one it is, but. I'm trying to think of who I would put on him. You need. You have to have two. You have to have two, and you could see that against Penn State, like when they just allowed one person to be blocking Chase Young, he just blew right by him. 
is and he is inhuman. I, ugh, I <laughs> it's not fair. The Penn State quarterback was he has multiple times, or their running back went nowhere. Uh, and I, I, I don't know like who you're gonna get, but you gotta have some big man on there that is gonna like help out because we don't really have like a really strong offensive line, which kind of makes me really nervous against going against one of the top like secondaries and top like D lines in the country. They're, like specifically, the front seven is like scary. Yeah. All of them are scary. Well, in on every side of the ball, you gotta. Chase, we have so many things that we have to like worry about. We have to worry about J.K. Dobbins, who's like we mentioned a Heisman contender, has multiple TDs on the season. Um, basically, like Justin Fields, like get out of jail free card. He's like, here you go, J.K. Go, and um, he, yeah, he sure he has like thirty three touchdowns on this season, but like he doesn't always have to like throw the ball like he can just literally hand it off to jk dobbins and uh but we can hand it off but he can also keep it himself like yeah she can't really do that he tries a really good rusher himself um there's just like a bunch of factors that we gotta pay attention to and it's like kind of like cramming for an exam the like night before like there's a bunch of stuff that you have to know and like you might black out the next day and like forget everything that you learned is that what happened last year it happens to me all the time but yeah, probably, but- <laughs> I'm not talking about you. <laughs> You're like on that. Exam? But like all these like parts and pieces of like Ohio State, like I know we've been preparing for it like bit by bit, piece by piece, like for like the entire season because we've been watching Ohio State. They've definitely been watching Ohio State, and um, I hopefully like you keep that like those like good study habits up and like actually prepare like multiple weeks out and like retain like what you've learned. And, like, build on it because I don't do that. <laughs> so I would lose to Ohio State in a heartbeat um, if the team, if the Michigan team was just, like, a bunch of Harleys. <laughs> <laughs> I would lose, too. They would, they would knock me over. Um, Chase Young has, sorry, going back to Chase Young because he is the talk of the town. Um, he has 16.5 sacks on the season so far, and he was suspended for two games. This dude would have, like... 30 sacks if he was in for Maryland and Rutgers. Wait, was it, who was it? Maryland and Rutgers? It was, was Rutgers. Yeah, and- both of them. Maryland and Rutgers. Those are, like, that doesn't even count. Maryland. But, like, think about how often he could have, like, think about how many times we sacked, like, well, we didn't, but, like, our defensive line <laughs> sacked um, Art- Arthur Sikowski. We, like, he was, like, on the ground more often than he was on his feet. Like, I, if Chase Young ha- was it, like, it's just not fair. Chase Young just sacks everybody. Please don't get to my little Shay. If so for some reason we have to put Dylan in, don't break him. Just, like, just be gentle when you sack him, please. Like, he's breakable. He's um, like, he don't care. <laughs> no, please. Please. We have <laughs> really breakable quarterbacks and we have an offensive line that likes to let you get to them. Not as much in offensive lines pass, as in offensive lines pass, but, like, I'm still just so scared. Uh, Okay. Oh, I just broke the shutter shades. Harley, no! This is my worst nightmare. I was like, Chase Young made me do it. Is this symbolic? (laughs) This is so symbolic, guys. I have these, like, star-shaped shutter shades that I wear for every podcast that we won when we were playing skee-ball, and I just broke them because I was getting so scared thinking about Chase Young that I literally just tore them in half. Well, there you have it. We're losing. I hate this. Um, This is the worst day of my life. We haven't even played them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's other, like, factors that play into it as well. Like, obviously, this comes down to, like, basic, like, things about football. Like, as in basic, basic, basic. Like, you have to outscore, outwit, outlast. Like, all, like, survivor out here is, like, what we're talking about. 
Um, so how do you do that? Well, uh, if Ohio State ever makes a mistake, we have to take it and run with it. Like, there's no way, like, we can give up any, like, thing, like, any, like, chink in the chain they have. We have to capitalize on it. Um, because it's going to be few and far in between that they're going to have something like that. Um, personally, I think we're a little bit more susceptible to those kind of things. Um, we've done a lot better since the beginning of the season. Um, but still, like, every now and again, we're like, we have the overthrown passes. We have... I mean, we had a few against Indiana, and that was yeah, a great that's game. What I'm like, that we just overthrow things. And... Yeah, like, we just have, like, if you, reads, if you look open, at the Wisconsin kind of game, like, whenever they made a mistake, they're like, I don't want to play football anymore, you can't make me do this, and then they're just, like, so embarrassed and mad that they made a mistake that they just, like, didn't play anymore. Like, you cannot do that. You have to recover from well, your mistakes. we haven't done that since. That's true, but, like, don't we revert back to that. We made plenty of mistakes against Penn State, but for whatever reason, we're like, no. We're and like... We came back out and we played football, and it was bananas, apparently, I don't really know. Um... <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, and oh, then on yeah. uh, on the flip side, like we have to like like we've been talking about, we gotta minimize like the things that we do wrong. Um, I mean, like if for whatever reason, uh, I don't want to like bring anything to like jinx it, but like if we make any mistakes where like the ball is lost, hopefully we recover it. <laughs> hopefully we're not just like this game is stupid. They took my football. Um, I don't think we'll do that. The, well, that's what they've done in the past. <laughs> I really hope that they're, like, mentally tougher. Like, at least that's what I've seen from them is, like, mental toughness that I haven't seen in a while. Um, Which is so, so... It's very bizarre, but, like, it's very true. Yeah. They have a different mental toughness than I've seen. But, like, in all honesty, like, so far we've seen mental toughness, but, like, you're, you're right. Like, Ohio State could still be the one to be, like, snap, and it's back. Um, and that's just really sucks. It's, like, we look tough. We look mentally prepared. We look better. We look all these things. But, like, we said that last year, and they got to us real quick. We did not recover very well. And I don't know. I really hope that all your, like all the seniors, like... This is your last chance. Are you talking to me? No. I feel like you are. Um, you're not playing on Saturday. I feel like I am. You're not. We have, we have the home field advantage. That's a, that's, It would be a 14-point underdog I if we have, didn't have the home field advantage. <laughs> this, like, I I really liked how, like, Shay wished that he had, like, more chances against Michigan State, and, like, I like that, like, mentality about it, because, like, it's kind of, like, final for him, and, like, it's a senior season, there's a bunch of guys that are in his shoes, um, they're not coming back, um, next fall to play football for the University of Michigan, and, like, if you felt embarrassed, like, you should have against Ohio State last week, you have to literally leave everything on the line everything on the field do not like play your freaking hearts out um i have witnessed so many ohio state games as a student because i am a serial student and i I, i like how you phrased that um and it would be really nice to maybe see something like some form of magic and did you see but 
I don't really know what I'll expect because that's just the hopeful heart of in me. Um, and just I've really, I've really, really, really have loved everything that we've done since halftime at Penn State. I know, like we talk about that a lot, like on all sorts of outlets. It's all about halftime Penn State, halftime Penn State. But like, I, I on honest to God, commend them on their performance. It has been like two different seasons in one season for me, and I've loved how they've played ever mm-hmm. since then and it it just makes this game like yeah it's daunting it's still it's a herculean task mm-hmm. but we're gonna look better than if like week three michigan would um so but, yeah or week four i can't remember when we played wisconsin but did huh. you see devin bush when they beat the browns was like this is my first the time Bengals. winning oh they lost to the browns oh in ohio that makes sense. But he's like, when we beat, when they beat the Bengals, he was like, this is my first time beating Ohio. Yeah, how sad is that? Yeah, that but was he, really hasn't, he hasn't been, he's younger than me, so like. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just want to have a quick discussion because this is like my favorite thing about college football is like mm-hmm. the playoffs, I guess. I don't know. If we do beat Ohio State, I'm not going to jinx it. That's not going to happen. We're not beating Ohio State. But if we do, Ohio State's a one loss team. Mm hmm. Say they be- win the Big Ten. Okay, say they lose the Big Ten. Like, no. I just want to go through these different scenarios. Because if Ohio State loses to us and loses to the Big Ten, we're both two lost teams, and Michigan beat them head-to-head. In But in, the- in that case, I don't know if a two-lost team is going to the college football playoffs because you're going to have Bama's a one-lost team, you're going to have Utah's probably a one-lost team. Like, so then maybe the Big Ten just doesn't make an appearance in the playoffs. But I'm trying to think about the different scenarios where, like, that could possibly keep OSU. I think the only way OSU's out of the playoffs is if they lose to us and lose in the Big Ten championship. But then again, if Ohio State loses to us and wins the Big Ten, they're a one-loss team and Big Ten champions. We're a two-loss team. But precedent says that head-to-head matchups matter more, but probably not that much. I don't know. I just, it's all I can think about. Oh, I was like... Regardless, if, <laughs> if we win, Ohio State's going to just skip through um, Indianapolis, collect their Big Ten championship, and that's just a slate on the Big Ten West because they are horrible, garbage. We I say mean, after sure. we lost to Wisconsin this year, but like, like we already said, like we could totally beat Wisconsin right now. I wish we could. I wish we could I play Wisconsin so again we because we would have won. Um. This Wisconsin team has regressed during the year, and we have progressed so, so, so much. So much. Um, And Minnesota, like, yeah, they're number nine, and they're really cute and adorable, and I'm pretty sure, like, game day is going to go, like, vibe them. But, like... And Wisconsin. You're not going to beat Ohio. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're not going to do it. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whatever. But, yeah, I don't think it'll be difficult for Ohio State to just, like, automatically be on lock for uh, the Big Ten Championship, which would just lead them to being a one-loss team if they lost to Michigan for whatever reason. Um, but I still think they would be in the college football playoff. So. Yeah, I mean, like, um, all that being said, do you have – what do you think is the recipe for beating Ohio State? The recipe for beating Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where's the vibe? <laughs> I like wrote, wrote it down. Ah. So, ever since the Michigan State game, um, Harbaugh, um, in a press conference, said 
something about like having potatoes and you can't have potato salad, whatever. So like you know what that <laughs> That's is. It's a great summer if the quote. <laughs> it's like potatoes, you can't have potato salad. You like, can't plant potatoes and then have potato salad the next day. Okay, hands got it. I was like <laughs> potatoes and potato salad, not at the same time. Um so I looked up how long it takes to like grow a potato and like pick it from the dirt or whatever. Um and it says anywhere from 70 to 120 days. So I went on the lower end of the spectrum. So 70 days, which is about 10 weeks. So if we went back to week one, when we were a planted potato, um, and it was terrible, everything was dirty and gross because you're a potato in the ground. Um, but then week 10 arrives, and that's Michigan State. That's 70 that's days That's Michigan State. One. Yeah. That is the Michigan State game. 70 days, 10 weeks later. And... We were potato salad against Michigan State. I mean, we're potato salad against um, Notre Dame. But work with me here. <laughs> we're potato salad, you know? And he said the potato salad thing week 10 against Michigan State. So the so, recipe to beating um, Ohio is to become potato salad. And what's the recipe for potato salad, Hartley? Okay, so you put... I just found this vegan-friendly potato salad because Hannah and I might try and bring in some potato salad into the big house. Come find us. We'll, we, we probably won't share. We like to, like, bring in snacks, and potato salad just kind of, like, fits with the theme. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, it's hard to sneak in snacks to the big house, like, when you're not very clothed, but once you have the layers, like, one of the layers may as well be potato salad. Okay, so make sure you have your potatoes and then, like, a bunch of other vibes, like mayonnaise, I guess. <laughs> But, like, vegan, vegan. mayonnaise. <laughs> um, so you, like, put place cube tomato- potatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> Help me. Potatoes in a large pot, and you cover them with cold water. And then you add your salt and vinegar. And then you bring your water to a boil over heat. And then you reduce the heat to a low boil. <laughs> you cook until the potatoes are tender and easily pierced with a paring knife or fork. Ooh, I hope they don't pierce with a paring so knife So this takes about fork. eight to ten minutes to, like, make the potato squishy. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, eight to ten weeks. Yeah. Okay. Week eight? Was it week eight, Notre Dame? I think so. Okay, cool. So, there you go. We'll keep rolling with that. Okay, so when the potatoes are done, we take them out. We put them up against the potatoes of Michigan State. And then we drain them into a colander, (laughs) and we put them into a very large mixing bowl. So, when the potatoes are hot, you, like, put lime juice in it, I guess, if you want to. I don't know how to make potatoes. <laughs> this is what this says. Um, Why did you specifically question that? <laughs> like, I don't know about this part. <laughs> I don't really know. Like, do you put lime juice? I don't know. Okay. Um. So, it says fold gently. Does that mean, like, when you, like, fold what? The, the potatoes? potatoes. Okay. So what else would you hold? That's the ingredient you have so far. Oh, it says this will help the potatoes absorb the zingy flavor. So, maybe that's, like, watching film. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> zingy flavor is watching film against Ohio. And then you what let the... zingy flavor And then you let the potatoes What do you think cool. plays with zingy flavor? Um. I was thinking Chardonnay. Oh. For football? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking basketball. Oh, was like, zingy flavor, and I was, like, Iggy. <laughs> zingy Iggy. Um. And then next, while the potatoes are, like, cooling, you prepare your dressing, which is, like... The offensive coordinator and, like, the defensive coordinator and, like, Jim Harbaugh, like, gathering together to, like, plan against, to, like, <laughs> execute <Coordinate>. and <laughs> unplan, implement a plan against Ohio State. Um, so for that, wait, where, where, where am I? <laughs> oh, so you mix together your vegan mayonnaise, uh, your mustard, 
It says herbs. I don't know what herbs they want to put in there and like maybe spices. Like, um, like maybe it clarifies. Maybe dill. Ooh. Yeah, dill. <gasps> Whoa. I, wait, I was actually right. Yeah, I'm never dill. right about cooking things. Dill. Wow. Garlic powder. Phenomenal. Aw. Hardly. And you put like veggies in there. This says like shake hands. No, okay. I'm trying to tell you something. What? Bell pepper? Green onions? You know how yesterday. This says corn. You I, love that. I love corn. <laughs> can we put olives in it? Ew. No, you can have your own. <laughs> I like olives. I'll make me like separate energy. <laughs> um, and then you pour, you put, mix it all that together, and then you pour the dressing on the potatoes, I'm assuming. So they're like, here you go. Our potatoes are all the like baby football players, and the like dressing is like all of the like information and wisdom our coaching staff will bestow upon them. And then you like mix it all together, and then you can put more seasoning on the top. Which I am assuming are like adjustments at halftime. And okay. then <laughs> we do make those now. Um, yeah. And then you add some other stuff on the top to make it look pretty. And then it says enjoy. Okay. Thanks <laughs> for sharing. You're welcome. So now we know how to make potato salad, but like the actual recipe to beat Ohio State, I'm pretty sure we've been talking about for like the majority of this podcast. And I keep thinking of more things that I wish I said, but like you guys don't care. We've already said far too much. The butt guys might be listening. They might be passing this on. <laughs> um, so with all that being said. What else do we have to say? Maybe just like beat Ohio State. So just beat Ohio State and go, go blue. blue. Yeah.